Here we are yet again on episode 16 of the Earn More Money Challenge. Always excited to be here and I welcome you today to today's episode. Remember, we only have five more days to close this challenge and our hashtags for this challenge is my money is not growing, it's causing me pain. I hope by now you're clear on how this pain presents itself to you. You know, this pain is real. We often ignore it. We often want to, to show a different face. Yeah, the, the, the face that we show the world. But deep down, the pain is real. If your money is not growing at some level, it's causing you pain. I multiply my earnings this year. So I hope these two hashtags, you carry them with you as you start your day and you pay more attention on what you are doing that is either making you leave money on the table or it's getting you to your desired, big, hairy, audacious goal for 2022. 31st December 2022 midnight will be assessing that number and we see, was I doing what I was supposed to do? Why did I not hit my number? Or what did I do to hit it so that I can make it better in 2023? So today, we are grateful that you are here today. We don't take things for granted. Very grateful that we can do this session up to day 16. Every day with its own video, no pre-recording. It's something to be very grateful for but it calls for being very intentional. I'm doing this video at 7.43 p.m. It tells you how my day was, but I have to do what I have to do. So our topic for today is money in the hands of a fool. Some words like this are just too piercing, especially when they are directed at us. No one would love to be called a fool but I've learned during these few days I've lived on earth that for you to make meaningful strides towards success, you need to take an honest look at your life and judge fairly what you see in your mirror. For a long time, I believed I was good with money, especially because of my career line. I grew in the corporate world handling money. I started off after university being a cash flow, a finance executive. And I rose in that line into treasury, into financial controller. And something got in my head that I'm good with money. And you can't blame me for that because I rose in the organization because I was handling the, the organization money. Well, that's what earned me the promotions and the jobs. Apparently, when handling my own money, I just didn't pay attention to certain things. How I was investing, how I was spending, the things that mattered to me. And here, one of the things that mattered to me was image. Image. Where, what address are you living in? Which car are you driving? How do you dress? Uh, are you showing up in the, in the office with the same suits? 
all through the month. Next month, you need to have new shoes, new, new suits, your handbag, image. When people are going out, uh, are you part of the deal? What drink are you taking? So the thing carries with you. What you don't realize is that then it actually brings out this uh, verse in the Bible, Proverbs 17, 16. Of what use is money in the hands of a fool since he has no desire to get wisdom? Desire to make to get wisdom. So change does not come through hide and seek. Yeah? Which is what most of the middle class do, like I did. Playing hide and seek. How do we play hide and seek? To maintain this lifestyle that we've put ourselves in, now we bring in consumeristic debt. We bring in consumeristic debt where we are always flipping around um, uh, as a car bought by a circle loan, uh, shopping for the home done by the credit card, uh, contributions to funeral done through Fuliza or Mshwari. So it's a vicious cycle of debt. And when I look at myself in my, the mirror, I see a rich woman. Yet in there is a whole consortium of debts and more debts, money that doesn't belong to you. So we play hide and seek. But by carefully scrutinizing our lifestyle, we can know the truth. We can know that we are deceiving ourselves. And like I've admitted before, I knew better and got to where I am today, I acted foolishly. Looking at some decisions that I've made in life, including the, on this area of money, I've been quite, some of them have been quite decisions of a fool. And that also brings me to something that is, is important I mention about education. Getting a college degree or a master's or a PhD typically pays. It's a good thing. I encourage it, but it's not a guarantee. More education does not always get you more money or it does not always mean you'll win with money. Empowering your relationship with money is the starting point and foundation to achieving the financial prosperity and success you desire. But this calls for paying attention. We are now in a period where some people are trying to recover back from the two years of lockdown and the COVID effects. Some have not yet really recovered. Some were not affected. We are all in different cycles. So regardless of which stage you are in or what you are going through, while an, uh, this... Um, while uh, the COVID situation is still not clear to us, the reality is the economic econ economy, the world's economy, is not the same. Things have changed. Th things have changed. Things have changed e economically. 
and it's made it incredible that we need to pay more attention on this thing area called money. We cannot afford to navigate the money space blindly with wishful thinking and false hope and just imaginary. Yeah? Just things that we imagine that are not real. We cannot actualize them. I just imagine myself being in this place, spending this, and we act it out with the little money we have and we, we deplete our bank account. We deplete our bank account, yet we do not want to marry that lifestyle that we desire with what it takes to earn more money. We do not want to look at what it takes to hit your big, hairy, audacious goal. Yeah? So money is a very powerful tool that can be used either to build or destroy. Therefore, we must strive to gain wisdom on how best we can utilize it to our benefit. And when we gain this wisdom, that is what we can pass on to the next generation. So who is a fool? A fool is someone who does not think of tomorrow. Someone whose focus is limited to today and now without thinking of what tomorrow might show up with. I remember the session we had with Sarah Mashane Buile. She's a financial coach from Pretoria and she gave us a session in the Money Coaching Hub. The Money Coaching Hub is a collaborative learning space for professional women who are employed in business and those in career transition. And every once a month we meet, like in, on February 7th, on Monday at 7 p.m. to 8.30 p.m., we will meet, have a session, and tackle a money topic. And our topic this quarter, our, our theme is attract more money. And that's what informed why we are having the earn more money challenge. So in February, we'll have a meeting on 7th of February and you are, you are free to join us. And there'll be a link at the end of this video. When you click to get your self-evaluation workbook, equally on that same link, you can click to join the Money Coaching Hub so that you, you are in a forum where you are growing and you are paying attention on your money matters. So back to why I was talking about, uh, I, I brought in the name of Sana, Sarah Mashiane Buile. Sarah told us that we can't be these people who want to always appear in a new outfit in a funeral, want to always be the one who is the best showing up to, for the eyes to see. The reality is these eyes that see, they don't pay your bills. They don't know what dent has been caused by that look. And in fact, they don't even care. They care about their families. They care about the things that matter to them. Things that interest them. Your dressing is fleeting. They'll see it. They'll praise it. When they live there, they'll forget about it. So you need to come back to reality. Yeah? A fool is someone who does not think about tomorrow. Someone whose focus is limited to today and now without thinking of what tomorrow might show up with. It's not how much money you make. 
Most of the people who are having trouble with money make a lot of it, but it flips through their hands. They don't even know where it went. It's not how much money you make. It's about how much money you keep and use it to create value. Money needs to grow. Money needs to grow. If money is not growing, it causes pain. Money needs to grow because when it grows, it creates value. When it grows, it allows humanity to get into the value chain. It allows us to be purposeful. It allows us to contribute to the society. It allows us to be a solution to a problem. It needs to grow. So when you are here just spending money, not using it to create value, and just focusing, hell-bent focused on what will people say, how do I look, this and the, just the outward image at the expense of your family security, at the expense of your children's education, at the expense of your own future, of your health. Of what use is money in the hands of a fool? Since he has no desire to get wisdom, we need to be wise. While traditional school system educates us on how to get a job, it does not show us how to, to save and make money work for us. So we default on spending. So we don't know how to make money work for us. When I talk of a big, hairy, or audacious goal, many people feel lost. Maybe that's why you need to get to the Money Coaching Hub. That's why you need to sign up for a program with Profit Acumen, so that you change your outlook and you shift your mind on how you are approaching this thing called money. It's so that it stops causing you pain. So the cash flow pattern of a poor or middle class person is to spend all of their income on the expenses and liabilities. You spend all. I've had enough of people who are employed who are in good, good jobs by the fifth of the month. What we call paycheck to Monday. Paid on Friday, Monday, the account is only remaining with maybe bus fare. And sometimes it's even nil because now bus fare or, or the, the, the fuel of the car, we are using credit card. That is not as a good lifestyle for you. The years, the years are going. Time is not waiting for you to be wise. We need to start now. And what happens? There is a direct correlation with your spending habits and your, 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 you not generating more. There's a direct correlation with high spending, low, low income generation, low earning more money. Because for you to earn more money, it needs character. If you're doing it the right way, because you're giving value, giving value needs character. You need to be committed. You need to persevere. 
You need to be patient. You need to be, you have consistent self-discipline. You need to take a decision. You need to have that desire. You need to follow through. So there is a lot that is demanded of you. Even for you to hold these high ranks in the office, there's some things that are demanded of you. So to grow your income, you can't just be spending. So the cash flow pattern of, of, of a poor and middle class is spending. Most poor and middle class believe that more money will solve their problems. And apparently it's clear by now to me and to many that more money will actually highlight their, your money problems. It will highlight your sabotaging money patterns. It doesn't make a difference. This is why people who often get lottery winnings soon return to the same financial difficulty. They whine before the windfall of cash flow. And it's the same thing. We may think of it of people who win lottery. It's the same thing with an employee who has got a bonus in December. By January, there is nothing. It's the same thing with an employee who has got a promotion with a double salary increment. When you look at their bank account, there is no nothing. Because in what do the, the, the middle class do? The middle class specialize in tying up their money. Tying up their money in spending and in liabilities. Consistent spending and liabilities. So when I rise up, I equally spend more to fit into this new position. I move where I stay, I move my address, I, I, I buy a new car. I want to show that actually, the way I look, I'm actually the director. Yeah? So they, at the end of the day, it's in out. In out. So you are spending more effort and more of your skill in the office with this new role with no effect on your money position. The thing is, there's an opportunity cost. There's an opportunity cost to this act of always tying your money in the wrong things. When advantageous opportunities come by, where you can actually build on your assets, you have no money. Or you have to get expensive money through borrowing. So I've seen, and I'm sure you have also seen, I've also met many old people, gray-haired men and women, who sometimes are pushing wheelbarrow, begging for arms on the streets. And to um, your amazement, you discover that most of these people were well-to-do. But because of the choices and decisions they made, they are where they are now. Very few will tell you that their life was that of struggle through and through. Yeah? So you find that they had those opportunities. And here I'm not implying that every old and woman and woman who you see on the street begging or doing jobs that are otherwise meant for, or, or for the poor were, were all rich and, and didn't spend their money properly. No, some. 
yeah, some. And it's just that they cannot admit and tell you. So they are our forebearers. We have to respect them. And we have to respect them. But life teaches us many things. It teaches us that we must learn from the mistakes of others. And also, we are now in a, a generation where we cannot be preparing ourselves, educating our children in preparation to rely on them financially in the future. I go sit up country and wait for money to come from the city. That model is gone with our parents. Our parents have had to do that because they didn't have the opportunities we have. A fool is someone who, see, who sees his friend fall into a ditch but still goes headlong like a horse going for a battle and falls into the same ditch. It is always painful to see someone misusing hand and money. Money which somebody else sweated for, only to be, uh, to be misused. Yeah? Someone else every day is sweating to earn that which you are misusing. So it doesn't matter whether you earned your money through employment, active income, or you inherited. Money is a powerful tool, but it needs to be used well. So, I want us to learn a few lessons from this. That wisdom, for you to generate more money, to earn more, your spending behavior equally needs to change. So, you find that most of the middle class don't seize opportunities, don't make money work for them. And I want to speak about two emotions that it's important to overcome for us to move forward. Fear and greed. The fear of being without money and worrying about not being able to pay bills. It keeps you in the same spot that you do not want to look at anything that is an opportunity. So you do not pay attention, look left, right to see how can I grow my money? Because you are hell-bent with fear, which is not meaningful to you. We need to approach the world with an open mind. Open mind. Open mind to hear, to listen, and assess, and see, is this aligned with my purpose? I spoke about purpose yesterday. Is this aligned with what I'm supposed to be doing? And the Money Journal has 12 steps for you to find your purpose. I hope by now you've invested in your Money Journal. When you look, have it as your guide to build, towards building your income, it can actually help you to see whatever opportunities are coming away, your way is this for me, instead of letting fear dominate. And the another emotion is greed. Greed is spending money on all of the luxurious things money can buy. Wanting to be the first one to have. But the thing is, when you are the first one to have, when you arrive home, the next day you leave your home, you find someone else has it. What you can't tell is whether you are really the first one. Because you don't know what time they bought theirs. 
The happiness that comes from these things is often short-term. Soon you want more money to buy more things. These two emotions perpetuate this pattern of working to get more money, then increasing your spending instead of increasing your income, trapping yourself in a vicious cycle, a constant rat race. So, some lessons. Number one, always increase your income. Wake up with that every day. How am I going to create value to be a solution to a problem? How can I do more? But the reason why also we do not pay attention on increasing our income is because we do not do our maths. We don't face our numbers. We don't understand. We don't put our debts holistically to understand how much debt do I have? What does it mean? How long will I have to work to clear this debt? What if I lose my job? What if there is a crisis like what we've, we, are, we just faced with COVID? What happens? We don't pay attention on our numbers. So we get comfortable with what comes in and make no effort to earn more. So do the math. Realize how real it is to get to where you want to go. So we need to focus on increasing income streams by creating value. We need to be valuable, use our time well, pay attention, challenge our minds, move our ideas from ideas and transmute them into their monetary equivalent. And the good thing, there are so many ways to increase your income today. You just need to pay attention. From the internet, uh, you can do quite a lot. The, the social media space, you can write blogs, you can edit for authors, you can release podcasts, you can do sales from home in the internet. And there are additional streams that could also be a, uh, more helpful. You can do real estate rentals, you can do agency work, part-time jobs, you can coach, you can tutor, yeah, you can do languages. You don't need to just sit there and say there's no money. You don't need to make money. You need to connect with the people who are equally doing what you're looking for. When you connect with the right people, you somehow find opportunities. So you don't need to just think of how can I make money? Look for opportunities. Then stay broke. No matter how much you increase your income, stay broke. I have a policy to never leave my money sitting around. Once I start increasing income, I immediately move that surplus into how it can begin working for me. It's a policy I would encourage you to pick up. I pay myself first and I make my pay myself first work for me. This way I never get tempted into overspending and just going with the whim and the in-thing fashion, yeah? So, and also when you are broke, you are more motivated to generate more. But when there's money sitting there comfortably on your M-Pesa, or money sitting in the bank account and you're looking at it, you get comfortable and you quickly call yourself rich and you forget that the holistic numbers are showing something else. So, a fool 
as I alluded earlier, will not think of tomorrow. He does not know that money has got wings. It might be with you today, but who knows tomorrow it might fly away. So not to save money for the sake of saving. Only reason why we save money is to grow it. Money is for investing, for growing it. So we must invest. We need to invest so that our children do not suffer. How can we succeed to eliminate uh, poverty if one has to start by themselves to have wealth without a foundation to start from? Because what we do when we just spend and spend and spend, we give our children no foundation to start from. And I, would, I applaud the Asian community on this because the Asian community give their children a foundation, a place to start from. Yeah? So we need to um, create platforms of wealth with a foundation in the future. Thinking of the future, generational wealth. That is how we will kill this African poverty. So we need to reinforce these three things. Increase your income, stay broke, and save to invest. And continue that and reinforce it and we pass it on to our children. I'm glad I've had this session with you. Always looking forward to this. Um, it's a wrap with me, Edith Sidondo, your money coach. Let's look up for tomorrow's session, episode 17. Bye for now.